90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. We're back. Hi, you guys. How are you? I'm good. We have made it another week. Hi, Survival. Sharon. Yeah. Only the strong can survive. It's called survival. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Hi, you Kelly. A good boot camp teacher, Sharon. <laughs> Except I stop after like the first five seconds. It's called survival. <laughs> and we're done. Uh, we've got another fun show today, but how's your day going, you guys? You good? Magical. I'm, uh, I'm tired, but you know. Oh, wait a second. You're tired because you went playing out. You were outside last night. You went. How do you, you know did... that? Oh, I've, I've told you. You told me. Yeah, we had <laughs> a, uh. You don't remember a... telling me. That's how much fun you had. <laughs> we had a team bonding activity with, uh, our colleagues, uh, at the radio station. Um, That's there cool. might've been some drinking involved. <laughs> And then there might have been uh, some yes. more drinking involved. Wow, drinking and then more drinking? At the after-after yeah. after party, Adam? Wow. Uh, there was an after-party. I had my friend who's been hosting a karaoke night for uh, close to 10 years now. And uh, yesterday was his last karaoke. He is officially retiring from the karaoke industry. So, so karaoke, um, like he's the uh, the host of the night kind of thing? Yeah, so there's a quiz night that he hosts, and then uh, after the quiz night, uh, there's a karaoke going on until 3 in the morning. Oh my so goodness. I did not stay until 3 in the morning, but I had to be there for the last one, you know? Woo! Of course, yeah. Well, that's a and, supportive uh, friend right there. Guess which song I sang. Well, you're not going to guess, but I I'm going to tell you, because it is so apropos with uh, what's going on in the world right now. Uh, I sang Yeah by Usher. Ooh. <laughs> Good job, Adam. And wow. I was like, everybody, I'm going to bring you to February 2024. Imagine you're in your living room. Usher's <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Enough wow. of me. That might have zapped his last bit of energy yeah, right that there. Was, <laughs> that was it. Adam's going to start snoring now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Super Bowl in a bit. We're also going to talk new music from one of our faves on this show. Uh, we've got Kelly's Trivia. We've got a 90s Rewind that will take us back to one of the best years of a decade filled with best years. Um, but you know what? We've got some uh, TV family updates to give. And since that was one of the things we left on last week, I figure we should probably start there. Mm-hmm. So um, it was Family Matters, was it not? It was. Now, here's what I don't know about Family Matters. What was the drama and why was there a need for, you know, things to kind of be like water under the bridge? I didn't know there was drama either until recently. And it might have been known before, but I did not know it. And uh, it's because recently there was a 90s convention in Florida. And the people behind that um, were able to get a bunch of casts together like 90210 showed up i think we talked about shannon doherty did we talk right. about shannon doherty yes yes did we talk i about think her? we did maybe yeah maybe we didn't um because like i she got like a standing lo- like uh ovation i believe it was from the crowd because she's dealing with stage four uh cancer mm-hmm. from what i understand um yeah. so anyways hats off to shannon for even showing up to this event but uh the cast of family matter showed up but jaleel white did not Ooh. But I don't Urkel. know. Like this Urkel is part- didn't show up. Oh, sorry? <laughs> Urkel, Urkel did not show Stephon up. didn't show up. Yeah, Urkel did not show up. I think pretty much everybody else did. But again, I can't fully be certain. But I, from the picture, I remember it seems like a lot of people were there from the cast. And again, okay. I don't know. 
like, I feel like it is water under the bridge already, so I don't know that there's an active dispute going on. But apparently, and this was, like, the funniest thing to me, is, like, it was with Jaleel White and uh, the lady whose name escapes me now, but who played the mom. Right. And there was some sort of conflict there where they, I guess they they butted heads on the set. And I think from what I read, she thought he was, like, for lack of a better word, some level of entitled, I think. Oh, really? And it just sounds like there was miscommunication on all sides. And now I think that – I think everything's okay. Um, and Kelly Williams, who uh, was there and was obviously in the cast – what was her name? Why am I blanking on <laughs> – Laura, uh, you're thinking about Laura. Jill Mary Payton. Jill Mary, yeah. It? So she's the oh, mom, right? But Kelly yeah. Kelly Williams should have been Laura, like she would, right? Yeah. So she's Laura. St- yeah, Laura. So she's Erica still tight. <laughs> she's still tight with Jaleel, and she said that she was going to pass along love to him or whatever. And it sounds like they were, like, I, it just sounded like there was like again a personality conflicts. I think he was trying to. Um, make his place on the show because he didn't start, right? Like, he wasn't in the first episode. And I think he was only supposed to be, like, a one-episode person. And then it turned out into, like, a longer role. Yeah. Be- because he was so special. Like, I- I'm i sure Adam could find – I think he was only supposed to be on for maybe maybe one to three episodes. And then he became a part of the cast, right? So Well, because he's not even a part of the family, right? Yeah, he's the, na- the neighbor, right? Or yeah. Down- yeah. Yeah. So um, – Then uh, they develop another character for him so that they can play on his – Suave, handsome possibilities, right? Yeah. Was it Stefan? Stefan, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, this is where it's all confusing to me is like, that show went on for years. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the conflict would have started early, like, early on, you know, as he's trying to make his his place in, you know, in the the cast. Mm -hmm. And it just sounds like there was, yeah, it sounds like there was miscommunication on all fronts between those two at the very least. And it sounded like he might have been a bit of a handful to deal with occasionally. Wow. It that, sounds kind of like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air stuff. Yeah, which is crazy because I never in a million years thought there was anything like this. And again, I don't think it was out of control because yeah. then we would have heard stories right at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just sounds like there was miscommunication on both parts. It sounds like there was ego involved on both parts. And Probably. Yeah. But imagine well, it's like, like they say, I don't work with kids and pets. Yeah. <laughs> look, what I'm, look what I'm dealing with. <laughs> but kids talk back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and especially their agents and their parents that are well, probably on I set think that think dad, that they're really good. Yeah, I think his dad was involved on some level, right? Um, from what I gather. So, anyways, it's it's murky waters, but it sounds like it's water under the bridge at this point. Murky waters under the bridges. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, those '90s uh, conventions are kind of fun. It gives people a, a chance to go back and mm-hmm. and really sort of give their appreciation to the casts of shows that show up or the the actors that show up. Um, it's neat that they do that, I think. And there was a lot of, um, so TLC was there also. There was a musical acts. Um, wow. AJ from Backstreet Boys was there. Joey Fatone was there from NSYNC. Uh, Ooh, there nice. was some other 90s artists there also, which are escaping me. But yeah, it was like huge. It was a massive, 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 like three-day convention, I believe it was, in Tampa, Fun. Florida. So Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. Tampa. I do like Florida. Right. I actually like Tampa. I sometimes purposely drive to Tampa. And then what, what do you mean back? you drive to Tampa? Like if I'm in Florida and I'm not far from Tampa, I drive over to Tampa. Okay, if you're in already in Florida. Yeah, like I need it's, to kind of be within a window of like two to three hours. Yeah. We stayed in Tampa once. My friends and I went on vacation in Florida and stayed in Tampa. Did you see Kim Delaney and Thea Vidal? Not there. <laughs> 
No, that was Los Angeles. Right. Okay. <laughs> so no celebrities in Tampa? Nope. Not a one. Not even Tom Oh, Brady? that was, you know what? That was the trip that uh, we all, like, we were all young and uh, not, no kids. Yeah. I went with two, three other couples, but there were no kids. And so we golfed primarily. And then one day, uh, I think we might have shopped and then after went and did a happy hour on the beach. So we all brought our, our lawn chairs and sat down and there was these two birds, like seagulls, and we're all sitting there kind of watching the sunset and these two birds are just sort of being. And then all of a sudden, one bird comes behind the other bird and starts flapping its wings <laughs> and like going for it. Meaning, having the sex. Wow. It was wow. shocking. <laughs> Honest to God. Because it was, we're all sitting there like, this is a nice day. Oh, look, birds. Oh, my God. What is happening to that poor bird? Because then after the flappy, flappy, flap, <laughs> he's done. He sort of walks and flies away. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> it was, it was like we witnessed some very personal moment you know? Yeah. Gross. Was it Anyways. like a, a was it like a ten second thing or was that like a whole minute? Kind it of felt thing? like an hour. Oh, but um <laughs> it was probably probably like twenty seconds. But it was like jaw drop like what is that? <laughs> it's like it's like you're on your own tour of the Serengeti, but and you're easily. We're talking like twenty five years ago. Yeah. And it's but- as fresh as it was when it happened. How did the conversation go from celebrity sightseeing to, to this? Savage what bird sex? In your head? Uh, I'll tell you the common denominator, Tampa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back to you, Sharon. All right. Well, uh, good for Family Matters for wrapping their things up. That's the segue. Family Matters. I was a bit too privy to those Family Matters. Um, we'll get to the other family from TV that's uh, made uh, the news, at least uh, somewhat recently. Uh, but before that, it's probably time to get our trivia on. Oh, yeah. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. I now can't get that visual out of my head. Anyways. Thank you. Misery loves company. So thank you very much yeah. for joining yeah. me in that stroll down memory sex lane. Yeah. And it's funny. As, as much as I would have wanted that to be our clip of the week, I feel like it might not make the cut. It's quite a visual though, isn't it? <laughs> you, you know what you look like is, uh, I think it's the Atlanta Falcons. Like that's their dirty bird dance. So that you wow, just see, re- Dirty Bird. But, yeah. That's what we saw. Dirty <laughs> Birds. Just reenacted. Shane right now yeah. has completely walked into a pole as he's yeah. out on his walk. <laughs> Keep your eye open on bird watching, Shane. Yep. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, all right. So this is from Keep Art her. and Literature. A okay. time-traveling nurse goes back to the 18th century in which 1991 novel by Diana Galbadon. Galbadon, oh Galbadon. The traveling nurse. Um, A time-traveling nurse goes back to the 8th century in which 1991 novel by Diana Galbadon. Did you know I the answer? I don't know. Can't write. Did it even seem familiar to you? Well, the when I saw, <laughs> when I, I just checked the answer now, and uh, I have heard of this book, which I believe eh. became a television series. 
Okay. Okay, Ooh. Sharon. Go, Sharon. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was, was on a TV. doctor. And she did it for the children. <laughs> she didn't she time a- travel, though. She was just, just back there. <laughs> <laughs> she was a so doctor, no. Sharon, not a nurse, just so we're clear. Oh, right. Damn. Dr. Dr. Quinn, hence. Doctor, I even yeah. said that, too. Yeah. Dr. Quinn, nurse practitioner, medicine person. Nice. No? No. I like it. Oh, my God. Adam? I I don't have a guess. Okay. The answer is not Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> uh, Shadow, I uh, want to venture a guess? No. No, <laughs> Shadow. Uh, it is uh, Outlander. Oh. Oh, Okay. Wow! Mm-hmm. Did not yeah. know that was a book. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I did not know it became a, was a book and now became a show. Um, so hobbies, toys, and games is uh, question number dose. See the wicked video game Snake first appeared on. Oh no, we did that already. No, we didn't. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I've never heard of a wicked snake. This sucks. I was sure I did. Okay, here we are. Let's try this one instead. Um, no, we did that one. Here's the last one. Skip it. No, we talked about this anyways. How did my What about pile... the snake one? What are you talking about? We totally did that one. Uh, that really? was uh it was Nokia. We did that. Snake that was, bite? That was, we did that in season 11 and the question was the wicked video game snake first appeared on which brand of cell phone and it was Nokia. Oh. I don't know how my pile of used cards got into my pile of we're using them now. Well, and clearly it would have been news to us. So, because <laughs> well, I don't remember I was, I thought, us talking about this. <laughs> I thought Adam was like totally like I know this because she asked this already. Yeah, <laughs> I could have known it. I I've, I could have guessed Nokia, but I don't think we've done it. You could have guessed it. Yeah, we a totally year did ago. it in season eleven. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like I'm super annoyed now. Anyways, here we are. So, um, <laughs> all right, here's another one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, after falling, this is this is pop culture, by the way. After falling in love on set, Dennis Quaid married who on Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety one? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Meg Ryan. Correct. Ooh. Hoorah! Good job, Sharona. Thank you kindly. What was the movie? The. You remember? Actually, no, I don't. Do you? I wish I did. I didn't have a nap today, though. I don't I'm know why sure. they, after falling in love on set, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have put in brackets, like, the movie The name. movie? <laughs> so it would have been Flesh and Bone in 1993? It was or that Dennis Inner Quaid? Space in 1987? That, that was Dennis Ooh, Quaid? Ooh, it's probably and that Meg one. Ryan in that movie? Yeah, they were both in, in, in those movies. Oh, well, there Inner Space. Wasn't that the one with, uh, isn't John Candy in that? Is he? No, Inner Space. I'm thinking of Meatballs, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... But Inner Space, Rick Moranis, I think, is in that. Am I right? That sounds right. Uh, Martin Short is in That's that one. That's what I meant. There we go. <laughs> Just rando Canadian references. What was that? Did you read that? Or there was some, some whole controversy, like, what, two, three weeks ago about yeah. somebody saying Martin Short isn't funny? I didn't read it because it looked like clickbait when yeah. I saw it. I'm like, that's dumb. Who thinks that Martin Short isn't funny? And then it became a whole thing. Yeah, because I think, was it Steve Martin that then piped up on social media saying whoever, like, like of course he's funny. And I think some more celebrities popped up also saying, like, he's hysterical. He is one of the funniest people around in yeah. the world, period. He's so funny. You can't do a character like Jiminy Glick yeah. <laughs> and not be funny. 
You see, and all you had to do, Sharon, was say that name, and I laughed. Yeah. Uh, just I watched a couple of Jiminy Glicks the other day just because it popped up. I don't I don't even know why. I think YouTube is the secret teller of your uh, of your searches, but oh. I hadn't looked for Jiminy Glick. I can promise you, but there he was, there to please me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, interviewing <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> she was so good in everything, but also in Veep. You know what? I never watched Veep. Mm. I haven't got through all of it, but I've done like maybe four four episodes, and I it's just it's only because I really have no time to watch TV because she is amazing. She she is so in that role. No wonder she won. Didn't she win like seven or eight? Oh, um, yeah. Emmys just for that role. Like she won every year, like for X amount of years in a row. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, you should. I've watched um, like a few seasons. It's really good. Yeah. And to be fair and gracious, because we are both of those things, Julia Louis-Dreyfus also hosts a podcast that uh, she interviews women. It's called Wiser Than Me. So she interviews women that are older than her, who are you know deemed uh, uh, richer with life experience, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's very good. I just like while we're giving a shout out to podcasts, um, I didn't know, but Rosie O'Donnell started one in March. Yeah. I yep. listen. I've like on been, her birthday. I've been yeah. I've binge listen listened to it. Yeah, and I haven't done all the episodes yet, but um, she's great. She's so. Did you listen, Sharon? I've listened to. I listened to the first one with Sharon Glass. That was great. That was yeah. great. It's yeah. neat because they're friends, and yeah. it's neat because I think a platform like this one allows for conversation to happen um, organically, normally. There's you know. You can tell when there's an agenda and mm-hmm. it's clear that, you know, maybe she has some questions that she wants to ask her guests, but she also has the experience yeah. to uh, to do that. She interviewed people for years on her show. So yeah. it's nice that she can be casual about it. Yeah, yeah she's super casual. And she just did one with Kathy Griffin. You should totally. It's on that, my radar. That one is a absolute. The episode was it flew by and it was interesting to hear because Kathy Griffin talks a lot about how she's had to handle um, uh, TV executives. Throughout oh, I'm her sure. So it's 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 very uh, well. All of us here who are in the jobs that we do will find similarities. So oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's very good. I wonder if she'll give us a shout out for our podcast. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. Hey, yeah. we're all friends here. That's right, Rosio. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. No, we're not. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know them at all. But you know, would it wouldn't it be cool if they did? <laughs> Because uh, then we'd be like, yeah, I knew we were friends. Um, okay, so uh, fast forward to February, if we can get uh, our little Adam excited again. Oh, yeah. Is Ooh. the big game happening in Vegas? It is. It is, right? February yeah. 2024, Super Bowl and Usher as the halftime show. I think that's a good choice. Total. Good choice. I yep. think he's more than capable of uh, of handling a crowd. I mean, we know that they don't get... Uh, a lot of time on stage. 12 minutes. Um, but I think it's a matter of what you do with it, and they do a good job. And he's already been on the Super Bowl stage before because he was on with uh, when oh, Slash did right. it and Black Eyed Didn't Peas. he come, like, from the ceiling and he, like, dropped down? Probably. You know what's crazy is, like, when I saw the news that he got it, in my head I had to think for a second because I'm like, didn't he do it already? But not meaning just that little cameo. It was more like, like, of course he should have done it by now yeah. because it's Usher. So it's 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 long overdue. And it's funny because a friend of mine said to me, um, 
is he still relevant? And I was like, are you on crack cocaine? And I'm like, they need somebody. <laughs> and she said, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they need, first of all, he's still super relevant. Uh, he has his Vegas show that he's still doing. And on top of it, they need somebody that has like a bucket load of hits. Yeah. Yeah, because you want your medley performer. time to be rich yeah. and familiar. Yeah. And he's going to knock this out of the, like, yeah, this will be, I think, probably on par with um, probably what Timberlake did, you know? Yeah. Here's what I don't know. Well, there's a lot of things I don't know. I think we should go from uh, from Super Bowl back to TV, though, because okay. we're going to talk about new music from one of our faves in a bit. But uh, the interesting bit about the other TV family is um, is the Taylors, the Tim the Toolman Taylors family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that the whole idea that home improvement ended when it did, not because of Jonathan Taylor Thomas leaving, which was the plan, right? He was going to be going anyways. Yeah. But it was because of Patricia Richardson saying, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> which I love because the whole concept of Tim Allen being the star of that show and then Jonathan Taylor Thomas being this little cute heartthrob guy, you know, mm-hmm. Teen Beat, 16 Magazine, whatever. Um, but she was kind of like the the glue, you know, like she wasn't a non-character. Oh, my God. She, she had a lot going on in the show. She was, I think she was my favorite character, to be honest. Because like she was super able to handle a character like a Yeah, because she would Tim put the him in man. his place. So when mm-hmm. he, whenever he was off the rails, she was the one that brought it back. She was the one that brought it back. She was the one that put him in his place, brought it back, held down the show so it wasn't, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, no, she. I think I think in hindsight she probably... Like, I also liked... Um, why am I forgetting? The uh, dude, Al? Is it Al? The neighbor? No. Oh, the- uh, uh, Borland. Borland? Yeah, Al Bor- yeah, that's it, Al Borland, right? Yeah. Like the his I thought he was great too. And mm-hmm. so, but I think like Patricia Richardson, like it's like there's certain characters like Roz from Frasier, like they yep. need to be there. Like she's the Roz or Roz is the you know, the her of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need those uh, and yeah. also like Leah Remini for King of Queens, like they're all that they're all that lady, you know? It's true. But as, as as secondary as the character might be, it's not like like it's not like a level down. No, it's it's necessary. Yeah, they may not be the uh, the like the driving force, but certainly they're they're there. That's for sure. I love the idea that she had gone on Reddit. Yeah, you know, with the "ask me anything" kind of thing, and then when people ask, and she sort of says, "Well, I was tired of the show, and this isn't going to keep on going." And the idea that um, <clears throat> excuse me, choking on air, uh, that uh, Tim Allen said that, you know, there would be, the show wouldn't go on without her, probably thinking that he'd be able to convince her. Yeah. And couldn't. Yeah. And didn't they so say that, in that article uh, that they wanted to kill her off or something? Oh, brother, really? Did I read that? There was something about, it was either that or something else that they were going to, I think it was that though, um, that that she would have been expendable. But the thing is, she's not. Like, because then it no, would have exactly. turned that, that whole show into, well, I mean, they could have tried to do what the Connors had to do, which is pivot, you know, and, right. and have the sadness that Roseanne passed on the show and then pivot back to it being a show about the family and not her. 
Or Fresh Prince did the same thing when they got rid of the original Aunt Viv. Yeah, but didn't they re- just recast her and still call her Aunt Viv? She was, right? Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So they proved it that she was sort of expendable. Yeah. Even though she wasn't, because you could only really do that in the late 60s and 70s. We were only patient then. Yeah. You know, now you need to have something happen to the person if you're going to be changing that yeah. that role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, like going back to Bewitched. For back in the day, there was two Darrens, and we were like, all right. <laughs> I guess that's the way it is. I guess I'm still used to that because they still do that on my soap operas. Yeah. Mm. You know, and that's a thing. And uh, Because they go in, they have a plane crash, and then they come out, you know, and they had to have yeah. facial reconstruction. Yeah. They, they still <laughs> and you're do okay with it. Occasionally. But it's funny because, like, I think we're, we just expect it. So it's And sometimes, usually, when that first person comes on, it's funny, you'll hear the voiceover of another character that's big on the show going, the role of Billy Abbott will now be played by Jason Thompson. Yeah. Or whatever. Which, so. may, it brings the theater aspect into it, too, because that yeah. that happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to Patricia Richardson for a second. I like the idea that she acknowledged that she wasn't just going to do it because they were sort of, you know, trying to control the narrative, pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. Um but she was like, no, they, she, she didn't even necessarily want more money. She wanted less time on the show. And they were like, they weren't budging. And then she determined, you know, that she was tired and she missed her own family. Yeah. So good for her for making that decision. And the fact that they, they did work together, she and Tim Allen worked together and it's, it's all fine. They did lose touch after the show. I mean, there was an element in that article that sort of intoned that she, um, you know, felt bad, you know, because the show stopped and whatever, but. It's almost like she didn't realize all the work that he got. Do you know? Like, yep. and he Toy Story, he, he'd be <laughs> to name making but three. a bucket load of money on syndication anyways. Oh, yeah. And she also is obviously bringing in some money for that. And yeah, like he obviously went on to do, was it the Santa, Bad Santa or whatever movies? Yep. Yep. And the Santa Claus. Yep. And I don't think I was in my list, but I did want to give a shout out to uh, King of Queens because they just celebrated their 25th anniversary Wow. So Kevin and they're going to be doing something with that. Uh, well, I don't know what they're doing. I know that, that Kevin James and Leah Remini both put out messages on social media, like thanking the fans, giving a shout out to um, uh, Jerry Stiller. Oh, nice. Who was amazing in that role as, as oh, yeah. Kevin's dad. And uh, yeah, that show went from 98 to 07, I think it was. It was a really good exactly show. I didn't that. watch it all, but yeah. what I did watch, I really she enjoyed. Was so, she's so dry. He's so funny. Yeah. And she, again, she's the Patricia Richardson of that show. Like, yeah. And he, and she handled him. Like, she put him in his place. Like, he got to be, like, yeah, she was, like, the um, the ringmaster. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need the straight person to even give the funny lines sometimes. Yeah. Cool. So Crystal Waters, new music. She's sort of always on the go, as we know, based on uh, Kelly Keeps Us Up to Date when it comes to crystal uh music drops mm-hmm. yeah. um and so there's even something new. like didn't we talk about her before the our summer break that she, she was, was in uh, our uh, nope. she was in montreal <laughs> she she did strangers in the night yes she did mm-hmm. uh nope uh, yes you did crystal you were oh. there and we know it don't forget were it you, already were you happy about it uh nope didn't think so <laughs> uh new music from crystal waters will it be uh country music uh, nope. I also didn't think that. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us what's going on with Crystal Waters? Because she's argumentative. Dan- <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> she has a new, uh, a new single out, Dance, Dance, Dance. And nice. uh, very excited about that because um, 
I think they were working on it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I know that she – I think, like, I actually had this conversation with um, somebody in the industry recently, the music industry, where it was like um, – Everybody coming out of pandemic wanted to basically to dance, dance, dance. Like everything totally. was like Beyonce, you know, put out a house album. You know, even if you're a rock person, I think a lot of it was like upbeat. You know, everybody kind of yeah. wanted. And that's the conversation that I actually just had with. Yeah. So it's Josh Loveless from the band Need to Breathe. I just um, interviewed him and they were talking about, yeah, like their new album that's out definitely has some upbeat stuff in it. And I think that's what Crystal wanted to do also. And we're supposed to be getting an album on the way from Crystal. So waiting on the news on that. But she's been so busy. So she was here uh, in our neck of the woods, Montreal, for that event. And then she was at um, New York Fashion Week. And mm-hmm. had some events there. And people are, it's like people are falling in love with Crystal Waters again. It's like, where did you think she went? Like, she's still here, like, doing her thing. And so she had gigs at New York Fashion Week. I believe she also had gigs at London Fashion Week. And she's nice. just continuing to roll. And, yeah, we're waiting on this new album. And she also continues with her I Am House podcast also. So uh, she never stops. She loves working on music. And she loves her dancers. And she loves to perform. So always happy to support our girl. Yeah. And actually, she and CeCe Peniston did an event. uh, Actually, I think it would have been just this past weekend together. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, One final question for Crystal Waters. Is there ever a time, do you think, that we could talk too much about you? Uh, Nope. Good then. We'll keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about you guys ready for a 90s rewind? Let's do it. Uh, Nope. Crystal, Crystal, we're done. Okay, you can hang up. <laughs> Close the computer, Crystal. We're finished. Uh, nope. Okay, stay. It's going to be very good because we're going back to 1997. I could do. I think we could co-host this whole show with us and Crystal. Yeah, just dancing around. Uh, the nope. Okay, she's not available. But anyways, we're going back to 1997, you guys. Around this time in 1997, and I figure after a summer of going beyond the cookie cutter world of an icon, Barbie. With the movie, if we were to go back to 1997, we know that Aqua had doubled down on the concept of that world. And Barbie Girl was unavoidable to our ears back in the day. Do you want my imitation of Aqua? Yeah. Uh, hey, Bobby, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Bobby, you want to get in my car? That's it. It's like it. they're here. I know. Hey, Bobby, get in. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so the Notorious B.I.G. was actually on our minds. He was on the hearts of his family and friends and, of course, fans. After he was killed back in March of 1997, shining an oddly timed light on the album that was released just a couple of weeks after he died, Life After Death. That's weird, isn't it? Crazy. Mm -hmm. Still weird this many years later. Um and uh, Mo Money, Mo Problems, sampled Diana Ross's I'm Coming Out, became a mainstay on our collective favorites list. Uh, 1997, of course, was a big year for the Spice Girls, Spice who girls. were enjoying a lot of attention and time on the radio and MTV and much music. Kelly, where two become one. Oh, man. Oh. In prayer. Just kidding. It was sex. It was also the third single from the Spice album. Um, I just did that because, Adam, back in the day when Kelly and I first started this podcast and we were recording in her home studio, Mm -hmm. I did that some kind of maneuver of two become one and made it seem like a sex move with with a hand gesture. And she was very uncomfortable, which was very satisfying for me. Uh, 
First time I hear about that one. Wow. Yeah. I know. I keep learning. We were dirty girls. Sharon would waffle between that and little Lenny. Little Lenny Kravitz because he was wearing a soft leather pant and he bent down and the seam popped. And so did little Lenny. Mm-hmm. We remember that. Peekaboo. <laughs> That's what he calls it. Uh, after spending some time on tour with Lilith Fair, Sarah McLaughlin and Sean Colvin were actually a couple of spots apart on the charts at that time. Sarah McLaughlin with Building a Mystery and Sean Colvin with Sunny Came Home. And you know what? The guy that we've been talking about already during this show that'll do the halftime show at the Super Bowl in Feb was enjoying his first big hit back in 1997 with You Make Me Wanna. You think it's going to be a part of the show? Yes. Of course. Of course. He's probably going to do a moonwalk or something. Ooh, maybe he'll do that. Maybe he'll do some sort of a Michael Jackson tribute. Just like Anyways, that, Sharon. Maybe he won't. We'll maybe. see. February. <laughs> That's We've the now portion of 90s Now. And that was your 90s Rewind, so thank you very much. Thank very you, nice. Sharon. And just quickly before we wrap up, I was able to go to two concerts this past week, so I'm exhausted. Ooh. Um, Janelle Monet. So if you have a chance to see her in concert, she is next level bananas. Nice. And uh, here's my um, way to explain Janelle Monet, and I take this from a friend of mine who said it to me. Janelle Monet is like neo-alternative soul R&B rock. She's everything. She is. She's every woman. Yeah. Was that on Wednesday? That was on Wednesday, the same night as Duran Duran. Where I was. Ooh. I. Ugh, it was such a toss-up. Yeah. How was Duran? Duran Duran is great because it, it appeals to 15-year-old Sharon very well. And I've seen them now four times. And they're good every time. And this was the second time that they toured with uh, Chic. With Nile Rodgers. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just choking. A lot. Uh, so it was great. I mean, to hear all the stuff that Nile Rodgers produced and wrote and stuff like that is just a, it's its own hits show. And then Duran Duran comes out. They sound great. The new album's great. They do a lot of the old stuff. Uh, so, yeah, most enjoyable. Very nice. And a band so that you guys nice. should all check out, it's called Jungle. Oh, okay. yeah. And they're amazing. And they were at Place Bell on Saturday. I didn't get to, say to see the whole thing because I had to get up at ridiculous early hours. But um, amazing. If you li- It's almost like it's like EDM kind of dance, kind of disco, all mashed up together with like R&B flavor. Mm. It's, and they all sing lead. Like, oh, cool. There's like, there's like three to four vocalists, and when they all sing together, and they're all singing lead at parts, and then some of them slip into harmonies, but... It's crazy to hear like four voices coming at you as lead. It's that's cool. It's bananas. So jungle, totally worth it. And that's I'm on it for me. Yeah. Cool. Adam, are you doing anything tonight? I'm going straight to sleep. Oh, very good. <laughs> that's how much fun Adam had last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're still awake, Adam. Thank you. I really am. Well, uh, thanks everybody for uh, for joining us for another great trip down memory lane. We appreciate wherever it is that you find us and then sharing that information with, uh, you know, your friends and stuff. The more the merrier. Um, Thank you very much for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.